Welcome to PB Link Stories. We explore the stories and uncover the business secrets of some of Britain's most successful entrepreneurs. Our guest today on PB Link Stories is a sworn translator accredited by the Ministry of Justice in Poland, a highly qualified teacher of English, but nowadays best known as social media influencer with a difference, the mastermind behind and in front of award-winning Alexandra Fidler Pumachenia Dvajestia Steri. Now, why do I say she is an influencer with a difference? Many influencers review products on YouTube or stream fitness sessions. But Alexandra Ola gives a daily digest of UK news in Polish via social media. And it has proved incredibly popular, with thousands of Polish speakers tuning in every day to make sense of the rapidly changing situation in Britain regarding vaccines, lockdown, travel restrictions, etc. I'm Bill Mayer of PrecisionPresentation.com. I'm on a quest to learn the secret of business. I think the answer is to be found among Britain's very diverse entrepreneurs. In PB Link Stories, I hunt down some of Britain's most inspiring people in business to find the person behind the success. And to our listeners, if you stay with us through to the end, we're going to reveal the secret of business. Alexandra, I'm very grateful for your time today. Welcome to PB Link Stories. Thank you very much for having me, Bill. Straight into my first question. How has your business coped through the pandemic? I guess the lockdowns turned out to be an opportunity for you to pivot into your daily social media briefings. Have I, have I got that right? I'm interested in, in how it all got started. Uh, Bill, uh, all I can say is uh, you use the word pivot. I would say it's a fully blown 360 pirouette that I've done. And right. um, I, I, and it is, it is a 180 flip and then some and then some for me. Um, to, to start with, it, it, it's all merging one to the other. And as everything has in my life, I've always morphed into something else. Uh, as I as I went and it's always been quite smooth so uh, to be honest when the pandemic started my business which was my main uh, business which was a translation um, agency uh, has it literally came to a standstill there was literally nothing no inquiries no jobs and it carried on for about a couple of months I would say um, I never had the chance to despair over it because literally at the same time I started my virus news. Virus news being the, uh, you know, as it says on a tin, uh, a news show on Facebook that uh, deals with current affairs. And I've built it on um, the strength of mine, which is the translation. I never wanted to be a journalist, nor do I have the skills. Uh, however, I just... Um, saw a need for Polish people to um, get the best, the um, real news from the UK. Because the, the, the problem that I have identified now 
I know, but back then it was just an instinct. I um, understood that the Polish people in the UK, they either watch Polish television and they would learn about things back in Poland, uh, or if they do watch English television, they might not understand everything. So there was this need for the um, news about the UK, but delivered in Polish. Uh, so so literally, you know, now it seems obvious, but back then, back then it, it wasn't that obvious. And I even remember the, the name, I uh, thought of a name as a bit of a, a bit of a joke, uh, a bit of um, a play on words, virus news. But uh, now it's it's synonymous with with my my show. No one else has ever used that uh, that phrase, and uh, and everybody knows. Oh, th- this is um, Olaf from Virus News. So it's um, you know created the whole culture and something that is incredibly popular and, uh, I hope, incredibly helpful. Absolutely. I don't speak Polish very well at all, but I watched one of your Facebook Lives last week, and I noticed that you go into all the detail of all the news for every country of the UK. The roles in Scotland are usually different, for example. You speak for... 20 to 30 minutes at a time but how long do you prepare for each live anything from three hours um so three hours is every day is i normally start about wow. 6 6 30 to prepare okay. for the yeah, yeah. actual show which is at nine o'clock in the morning but i'm on the ball constantly to be honest bill so I'm, it's very hard to say when i pick up the information from I, I am like a walking encyclopedia very good memory I remember bits you know that I hear on the radio I listen to um, LBC radio constantly I normally yep. don't watch any telly but um, but I, I, I listen read and I gather I'm like 24-7 on a call uh, wow. and, and never yeah. off guard my goodness yeah that's an incredible amount of commitment and energy now, by the way, listeners, I am not alone, well, apart from the obvious thousands of followers for uh, Alexandra Fiedler on, on social media, I would like to read um, a, a, a comment from one of Alexandra's um, followers. And for comedy value, I'm going to read it in the original Polish. Here we go. Dzięki bardzo, pani Alexandra Fiedler tłumaczenia dwadzieścia cztery. Nie wiem, so my byśmy bez pani zrobili czytelne informacje przełożone na ludzki język. And for all the Polish people who are wondering what I was trying to say in Polish, thank you very much, uh, Ms. Alexandra Fiddler, translations 24. I don't know what we would do without you. Reliable information translated into human language. And that's exactly it. I mean, we can all go to the... um gov.uk website and read the latest utterances but uh, translating that then into human language uh, that's exactly uh, what that's exactly what we need so you're incredibly busy we've just covered some of that you were even busier than usual recently you received the winner audience award statuette from women in the world magazine at a sold out event in london you received 10,755 votes out of 12,000. 
I'm guessing the award was this was because of your tireless Facebook briefings or social media briefings. Absolutely. I, I'm extremely grateful. I actually received two awards uh, in that uh, gala from the Woman in the World magazine. One was the Social Activist of the Year and the other one, the most precious one, was the uh, the People's Award, the Audience Award. I received so many, um, um, almost 11,000 votes out of 12,000 email votes. And um, that just shows the, um, the, the need for... Uh, true news. It needs the. It shows the need for um, a person like me who translates from from English to Polish and then from Polish to ours. And this our language is the language of everybody. You know, everyday language of of a Polish person. I um, normally I I've got a very flowery flowery language when I speak uh -huh. Polish I use words that are either old-fashioned in a funny way or I make up my own words and I think it just resonates with people because a news anchor uh, would never uh, be allowed to say something that is out of script however um, I run my own program I, and I can do whatever I want. So I use the opportunity to inject a bit of uh, fun, inject a bit of uh, community feeling and inject um, the spirit of togetherness because we're, we're all um, in exile. <laughs> We're all in a in a foreign country, and I'm one of I'm one of them. I'm one of us. So I think that that is extremely important, and therefore I can allow myself to to be a bit cheeky when I need to. Fantastic, thank you. So Ola, you also run Total English, a language school which teaches English to speakers of other languages, and you run Tumachenia Dvadiestiestiery. Uh, a translation and interpretation agency. Do you have time to continue with those businesses nowadays as well, or, or do they have to take a back seat? Um, I needed to make some sacrifices, and uh, the translation agency has taken a back seat. Um, and the but the language school um, actually has gone from strength to strength. So. Um, as I say, I, I am I am a, a natural born entrepreneur. I do go with the flow, and I always I'm always on the lookout for the new um, the new things, uh, something more exciting, something that uh, has more um, hope for the future. And I never stop, and I never I'm, I'm very hungry for new business. I'm very I'm very driven, and um, it, it, I just always go for the exciting thing i hate boredom absolutely well that's good then so yeah i can see how your social media um success would then impact on the language school because then people would then see how adept you are at manipulating the language and and, and explaining the gobbledygook um english government gobbledygook into polish and therefore they'll <laughs> see they'll, they'll realize your value as a teacher and your your mastery of both languages that's great um can I ask you, are, are you able to, to monetize your social media briefings so they provide an income stream to maybe make up for some of the stuff you've had to put on, a, on the back seat? Absolutely. And uh, I, um, 
I, I, I'm not ashamed of it, <laughs> just the opposite. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud I managed to find income streams. Um, otherwise, I, I would be long gone. And, that, and that's the truth. It's, um, it's been over 18 months. Um, and with the workload that is uh, required, uh, no holidays. Um, I had literally a week off last year and I had a week off this year from the virus news, which is absolutely incredible. Um, and without getting paid for it, um, I'll, I'll be long gone. Uh, oh, because you can't, yeah. you, you, can't, you can't do it. So uh, I, th th there's also other, other things that no one thinks about. A channel like mine, now I've got literally today, we've ticked over 150,000 followers on my main channel. And uh, I've got another about 50,000 other unique um, um, uh, followers. So I'm thinking uh, 200,000 unique followers altogether on all my channels out of the audience that maybe is 850,000 Polish people in the wow. UK, half of, yeah, yeah. Half, half of it are children. I might be reaching 40% of the, of the market. Wow. Uh, yeah. uh, available niche audience so without it and with the with the workload with so many questions with also which can't be um can't be um even overlooked um is moderation moderation that administration of the channel which requires significant spend um because it's 24 hours so three people on three shifts are working um, to protect my channel uh, from spam attack and all that oh, significant right, cost yes. okay. significant cost and therefore um, you know me paying being out of pocket is out of question answers the question yeah, sure. and uh, therefore I needed to find uh, income streams to support the channel and also to give um, me some sort of satisfaction for for, for doing that. Which is, Absolutely. which you know, as a business person, I cannot say is insignificant. Of course. Well, this is it. These are these are the hidden costs that, of course, we as the consumers, we don't think about when we yes. when we listen to all this sort of stuff on, on social media. Think about what's going on behind the scenes and and, and what's it costing and so forth. Amazing. So, um, I, I guess when you have a social media channel like yours, and then it it, it starts hitting certain targets or waypoints or numbers, uh, a thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand uh, listeners, I guess um, then people would then contact you about maybe buying advertising space or whatever. How does the monetization process go? Do, do you attract investing? Do you, do you attract investment simply through being very successful or do you have to go out Absolutely. and people? Yes, absolutely, because I've got an unprecedented reach. There's absolutely no doubt about it. There's no one ever coming near yeah. <laughs> near me. So that's uh, that's that's a given. Um, and um, I have a very very specific and very very niche audience. And whilst we're talking about marketing. When I was running my, um, it sort of connects to your other question as well. Um, the, um, the, the thing about um, reaching people, Polish people in the UK, is that uh, they are um, scattered all around 
Britain. And if you were to advertise your services that are not geographically limited, so for example, you're not a like nail technician, you know that you're ge geographically limited, you've got like a five mile radius where your clients are coming from, and that's it. My business, like a translation business, I had clients from Southampton and from Bristol and from Edinburgh and from Belfast. And you think, how do I find these people? I need to cherry pick those Polish people from a few from Belfast, a few from Glasgow, a few from Bristol, and then offer them my services. Mm -hmm. But I only want those who live in England. And I don't want the English from England. I want just the Polish from England. So yeah. that's always been a massive challenge because of the uh, Google would not help you very much. Now Facebook would, but still very hard. However, I, due to the nature of the subject matter, attract only Polish people living in the UK. Therefore, I've done the narrowing down already. Sure. I've done the yeah. narrowing down. Yeah, so extra extra value on top, yeah. Not just numbers, so, but very specific numbers. Absolutely. So, so, so if I have so something that, if I have a product or a service aimed at the, the Polish community in Britain, um, yeah. Absolutely. There but you Bill, go. as always, as always, and I've always been like that. I've never had a job uh, in terms of like full full time job, uh -huh. I have always oh, since since I graduated, which was many many years ago in two thousand uh, in the year two thousand. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I've, I started my first first job as a, as a lecturer, but I did my lecturing in one university. Then I did some lecturing, teaching English some English evening classes. Then I did a bit um, at a primary school and a secondary school, and all that filled my all this filled my day. I've never had a full-time job for a boss. And um, it just shows throughout my whole life that I am much more comfortable with many smaller projects yeah. than one big project. And this um, diversity of business, it also gives me the security and it seemed like a good strategy for the uncertain times because mm -hmm. the, the bit that doesn't work at a time, then other bits works. And it's the same with the monetization. I think it's a very, it's a very important topic. Not enough people know about this, not enough people talk about this, because when I started, and I, I, when I thought, hold on a minute, I've got something here, but I can't carry on um, without any any income streams yeah. from this. If this is not going to earn for itself, how can I carry on? I can carry on for a week or maybe I can carry on once a month as a hobby. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh -huh, completely uh -huh. different. You can't yeah. do it, you know, every day and, and, with this that, intensity. No, that's right. And, and of course, because everything keeps changing all the time, once yeah. a month or even once a week, that, that's that's not enough there's no value to that we, we need yeah. to hear every single day what's the yeah. government's latest bright idea yeah um, and if you think oh, about oh, it yeah. uh, you know the uh, when you watch the news on the telly uh, the, the the news anchor is only the person without you know obviously no offense but they are only reading out the news the yeah. news has been gathered sourced um, written um yeah. edited by a team or massive teams of people who have got full-time jobs uh, going on Reuters.
constantly and the presenter is only reading it out. Um, obviously, a few of them are, are, you know, journalists in their own right. For me, I do all my research, I do all my translation, all my graphics, all my marketing, all my reading, all my moderation. And, you know, all that is just one me. So yes, there's yeah. no way I can't, um, I can't do this without earning on that sort of scale. Absolutely. And there's a need. So... For me, uh, it would make no sense to um, stop. Therefore, it was easier to find the find the um, monetization streams. And again, as I said, sort of, I started and I haven't finished. Uh, again, not one. Um, it's a few. It's a few completely different streams of of um, earning. The first main one is actual uh, platform. So, in my case, it's Facebook. So for me, uh, the opportunity to monetize uh, the channel um, was given to me back in uh, September when I was, uh, so after um, eight months um, of, uh, seven months of running the show, I was given a chance to uh, monetize uh, on um, adverts. Mm -hmm. So when people watch me live, um, they watch the whole show. However, if they watch it after it's been saved and recorded, then they would have a four-second advert displaying. Okay. And this is how I, um, I get paid uh, by Facebook. And it's about $3 per thousand views. Okay. So when you think about it, it's, it's not much. But if you have a lot of views... You have a lot of dollars. Um, obviously, it, it depends. There's many people who get more per thousand, um, but um, probably more, more people get more than, than me. But you know, it's 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 a certain percentage of the the cost of the channel comes from that. Uh, sure. Then the next um, revenue stream for me is advertisers. So sponsors, advertisers who want to. Um, solve problems of my community and I, I'm very careful who I work with because I would never want to advertise something that I don't believe in. Um, oh. That is the, 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 the power of an influencer, although I don't see myself as one, but I am one. Um, the, the power and the, the, the actual strength uh, and an incredible strength of an influencer is that um, if they say, look, I'm using this sort of lipstick, uh, people do believe that it's good, it's cheap, it's a uh, good value for money. And, and, uh, and uh, the, the relationship is much more personal um, and it generates um, amazing results. So I am very careful what I advertise um, and I limit, uh, literally keep it at an absolute minimum to, to just cover the cost of the channel. But um, it's an incredible experience. Um, everybody who's advertised with me, uh, they, they, they couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because I wasn't, I wasn't experienced in any way. And uh, there's no one to ask, Bill. There's absolutely no one to ask. And if, uh, because no, one thing, no one's bigger than me <laughs> in the UK. Right. And, um, and also, if um, there is someone who is bigger, they wouldn't tell you their secrets. So you, I've learned by making mistakes. Yep. 
yeah, how, okay. to, how to do that. But so, so yeah, so, so one is actual platform paying. Yeah. The other one is uh, sponsorship, channel sponsorship, paid uh, appearances, um, paid interviews, uh, posts, pin posts, so all sort of advertisers that come to me. Uh, but probably the most profitable is um, selling your own product. Like, for example, my translation um, services or mm -hmm. my uh, English classes. And, and I think for me, these three main streams were, you know, put together, they give me the chance to, to carry on. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that, that, yeah, great. I can see that, that's a good uh, three-pronged three -pronged approach. Yes, three-pronged. Well, we have, we have two more questions for you. And, and the first question, people will want to know if there's anybody left who doesn't know, where can they find you? Where, where would they find Total English and where would they find your social media briefings? My uh, my main channel is obviously Facebook. Um, the, the name of the channel is Alexandra Fiddler Tlumachina24, which means Alexandra Fiddler uh, Translation 24. It starts with my name, Fiddler with a double D, like Fiddler on the Roof. And um, Total English, again, Total English School is the um, our Facebook. We've got about 17,000 followers there. So a lot of, a lot of people. Wow. Uh, we've got about uh, 500 students at the moment. Wow. So okay. it's a big, big um, enterprise. Um, sure. Okay. And, uh, Fantastic. Like, like I said, I think there are probably very few people who don't already know, but you never know. There might be somebody listening who thinks this is the first I've heard of Alexander Olafiedler. It's possible. My last question. The question we ask everyone on PB Link Stories. What's the secret of business? Uh, <laughs> my answer to this would be, um, I think it's the drive. It's the drive, without a doubt. It's the hunger that you feel. It's the, the um, need to better yourself. Um, there's, without it, this might not be the only secret, but without it, there's no business. Uh, you need to be hungry. You need to be hungry for change. You need to be driven. Um, and because without it, there's, there's nothing. Even you, you may have the best product. You may have the best uh, website. You might have the best skill, best service. If you have, don't have the drive, if you don't have that passion to, to, to better yourself, I, I think that, it's very, very hard to, um, to do. But also, and I think this cannot be not said, uh, is the predictability. And by this, I mean the um, letting your customer know that you are there for them, for after aftercare, you know, all that is extremely important and that um so, so, so <laughs> my show one of the one of the um massive things that helped me was the predictability pre predictability people knew that nine o'clock there's absolutely no way in the world that the show will not be on unless yeah. 
I said it won't be. So, so it was the predictability. People learned that nine o'clock, and now it's Monday, Wednesdays, and, and uh, Fridays. Uh, whatever happens, nine o'clock, I'm there. And uh, Bill, to be honest, um, 18 months, I don't even know how many shows I've done. I think I was late. Uh, maybe, I think, less than five times. I was late by a minute. Okay. Other than this, In 18 months, other than this yeah. nine o'clock and I'm there. It's the respect for my viewers. It's the respect that um, I would want to have from a business. And, uh, and I think this is... This it's key. It's key when you when your clients don't know whether your shop will be open or maybe it won't be open or if they call you, are you going to answer the, the phone or maybe not? Uh, that completely um, breaks the it breaks the communication. It breaks the the, the trust trusting relationships between you and uh, and your client. And also, my my listeners are not my clients. So you would think, oh, you, I can do whatever I want. I can do a show um, on Tuesday if I want at three o'clock um, because I can do whatever I want. I, they haven't paid me anything. So I sort of yeah. don't owe them. But the, the, whole, the whole point is that I do owe them because mm -hmm. it's my mission. It's my, it's my service for the community. And I'm not afraid to say that it is my service. Uh, and I, it was my job. I would have, I would have already quit. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> because it's my mission. I haven't. It's, it's your mission. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, and I can, I can attest to the punctuality and predictability of Alexandra Ola Fiedler because generally, when I make these appointments on Zoom to do these interviews, I log on a little bit before the time of the meeting, and I wait for the other person to log on, and they might log on at exactly 12 o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever. They might log on a few minutes late. But Alexandra Olafidla logged on two minutes early today, which is extremely <laughs> unusual and very, very welcome. Right, to summarise the secret of success, drive, hunger, the need to better yourself. And predictability, reliability and aftercare. Uh, Alexandra Olafidla does not see her work as work. She sees it as a mission. Um, fantastic. Thank you, Alexandra Olafidla. That's all we have time for today. We've barely scratched the surface. To our listeners, be sure to subscribe to PB Link Stories as we hunt down inspiring entrepreneurs to discover the secret of business. Join us at our next event and engage with the business community.